Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Fiery horse with the speed of light, the cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. Faithful Indian companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Heavily laden with gold, the Snake City stage rattled its dusty way along canyon trail. As it approached Needle Pass, a treacherous spot in the trail, which lately had been the scene of several gold robberies, five armed masked men lay waiting. On a signal from the leader, they moved out of ambush. Look up there! Coming out of Needle Pass! Five masked men! That's another hold-up, Jeff! They're after our gold! Riding hard, the five masked men bore down upon the stagecoach. Oh, hold on, 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 oh, All right, we'll take your gold. That's right, hand it down. I'll pull on, Gordon, this place. Watch that guard. You killed him. You killed my guard. You murdered him. Shut up and hand down that gold before you get the same. Well, you fellows have been getting away with this too often lately. 
The law will catch up to you sooner or later. I told you to shut up. Here's the gold, Pete. All right. All right, boys, let's get out of here. Get up. Get up. Clem's got some mighty nice crackers here today. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Yeah, I like them better than the last shipment. Why don't you fellas stay out of my cracker barrel? I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times. That goes for you too, Sheriff. Oh, stop your grousing, Clem. We ain't eating money. All right, Clem, there's engine just coming in. Go wait on him and leave us alone. Sure, he looks like a cash customer. If you got to eat crackers, eat the broken ones. <laughs> Afternoon, engineer. What can I do for you? Well, me want side bacon, sack coffee. Bacon and coffee. All right, engineer, I'll have it for you in a minute. I have to... What matter? Just a minute. Jim Thomas is coming this way on the run. I want to see you, Sheriff. What's wrong, Jim? You look like you're ready to blow up. And so I am, you tin horn lawman. I'm going to have you thrown out of office. I'm... Now, hold I'm gonna... on, Jim. What's happened? Another of my stages has been held up. This one. Another one? Held up? Great day. Where? When? Out at Needle Pass just a few minutes ago. And it was done by the same five masked men. Three holdups with the same outfit. And it's high time something was done. Sheriff, you don't seem the least bit interested in getting this gang of thieves. You just calm down and give me the details. What was stolen? Gold. Not only that, the guard was murdered. As manager of Snake City stays line, I demand action. Yeah, Jim's right, Sheriff. You've had six weeks to do something about those robberies. Now those crooks have gone in for murder. Are you going to let him get away with it? Why don't you do something? Why don't you form a posse? Now, just wait a minute, Jim Thomas. You may be running the stage line, but you're not running the law. We've taken after those crooks with a posse every time. Never found a clue. Well, if you can't get this gang one way, why don't you try another? That's just what I'm aiming to do. Sooner or later, I'll get that gang. Jupiter, I'd give everything I own if I could find a lawman to get to the bottom of this mess. Things have come to a fight. Pardon me, Mr. Thomas, but what you need is a man capable of calling upon uh, scientific methods of tracking criminal right to his very last. <laughs> Moose knows McGee. What do you know about scientific methods? Why are you not no, even... No, no, Mr. Thomas, I'm only endeavoring to assist you. Modern methods of crime detection are called for in combating these criminals. And I am prepared to apply such methods. <laughs> Moose knows you beat all I ever seen. When you first come here, you called yourself an inventor. Oh. Yes, I recall the day. Then you found a book somewhere and become an archie... Uh, uh, archie... Well, something. An archaeologist, my friend. <clears throat> but those are days that belong to the past. So, uh, now you're a lawman, huh? <clears throat> a scientific criminologist, if you please, sir. <laughs> well, uh, what's your solution to the holdup? Well, of course, I have no solution as yet, but if you'll appoint me a special investigator for your stage line with, uh, shall we say, slight remuneration, mm -hmm. I should certainly do all in my power to apprehend the criminals. <laughs> well, Moose knows, I'll tell you what I'll do. If you're serious about things, I'll take you on. I don't care what you do or how you do it. Just put a stop to all this thieving and killing. And what's more, I'm raising a reward for these crooks from $5,000 to $10,000. Dead or alive. Oh, oh, be oh my, my gracious, Mr. Thomas. You, you really mean I can be your investigator? I do. You're on the payroll as of now. Let's see what you can do. I'll be over in my office if you want me. Well, I'll be talking. Well, Miss Knows, you finally got yourself a job. Goodness gracious, Lawyer Brown. I, I can't believe it. I... 
<laughs> but you may be sure that I'll do my best to do my duty to my country. <laughs> Having made his purchase, Tonto, the Lone Ranger's faithful Indian partner, rode out to tell the masked man about the events that he had witnessed in the general store. The Lone Ranger immediately saddled his horse, Silver, and rode with Tonto to Needle Pass, scene of the gold robbery. Oh, Silver, holy God. Darkness and underbrush hid Moose Nose McGee as the Lone Ranger and Tonto reined up. Special investigator for the Snake City stage line held a huge Navy pistol in his small, trembling hand. He came out of hiding to stammer a command. Now, uh, uh, stick him up, you, you hombres. I've got you covered. Don't either of you outlaws dare to make a single move now. Uh, don't you dare. <laughs> you better put that big gun down before it goes off. None of your witticism, you masked outlaw. There's only one gun bigger than this, and that's on wheels. Uh, one false move and I'll... <laughs> Give me that gun. Oh. Now we can talk this thing over. Oh, my gracious. Now I'm forced to, to cope with you two outlaws with my bare hands. Well, my goodness, I... Easy, easy there. See, we mean no harm. We're not outlaws. Oh, then what in this wide world are you wearing that mask for and traveling with an Indian? <laughs> Kimasabi, this man, Moose Nose McGee... Me tell you about him. Yes, I remember. <laughs> hey, how'd you know who I am, Redskin? We make it our business to know many things, Moose Nose. You see, we're all on the same side. What? You mean you're after the stagecoach vandals, too? That's right. That's why we came up here to Needle Pass. Oh, my goodness gracious. My goodness gracious. And to think that I almost annihilated you in a moment of anxiety. Moose Nose, I know most of the facts. You do? But tell me... Is it true that the stage is only held up when there's gold aboard? Oh, yes, yes. And I deduce that someone knows when gold is being carried. Hmm. Moose knows I have a plan that may help you catch those criminals. You have? Then what can I do to help? Hmm? Can you tell me how many know when the gold is coming? <clears throat> yes, I believe I could. Uh -huh. Let me see. There's Clem Hawkins, who operates the general store. He knows. Yeah. Then there's the sheriff and Mike Morgan... Mike works for Mr. Thomas in the stage office. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and, of course, there's Mr. Thomas himself. Let me see now. There's... Oh, yes, Lawyer Brown. He always handles legal matters pertaining to the gold shipments. Jim Thomas and four other men. Are you sure that they're the only ones who know? <clears throat> I might go so far as to say that I'm positive. Now, what can we do to trap these crooks? Now, listen carefully. A short while later, the masked man and Tonto reined up behind the stage office. Oh, Silver, hold on, hold on. The light burned inside as Jim Thomas worked overtime on his records. Dismounting, the Lone Ranger entered the office. A masked man! What? Steady, Jim. I come as a friend. This is another plan to rob me. Don't misjudge me because of this mask. Well, if you come as a friend, why don't you take it off? Show your face. Show who you are. Well, who I am doesn't matter. I have a plan which I believe will help you find the men who are robbing your stage. Why should I discuss my problems with you? Because I'm trying to help you. Well, I suppose I have no choice but to listen. After all, you're armed. Perhaps I should equalize things a bit. What are you going to do? I'll lay my guns on your desk. Well, I'll be... Now, this one. Say, 
Those are some guns you have there. Put them over if you care to. I've never seen as fine a weapon. There's a beautiful ivory in those handles. Will you listen to me now? Well, I think it might be a good idea to unload these pistols first, just to play safe. You don't mind, do you? Go right ahead. Say, these are silver bullets. That's right. Why? Why, there's only one man that I ever heard of who carries silver bullets, and that's... Why, you're the Lone Ranger. Thomas, I need help. Go on, talk. I need three reliable men that we can use as messengers to carry your next shipment of gold. Do you uh, know three men you can trust? Oh, yes, I believe I do. I bring in the gold by stage. That's my business. I'm trying to protect that business. What's your plan? Isn't it true that four men are always notified when you're to receive a gold shipment? Well, let me see. Clem Hawkins, storekeeper. McMorgan, my office boy. Sheriff. Lawyer Brown. Mm-hmm. That's right. Four men. When do you expect your next shipment? Day after tomorrow. And we've got to work fast. Let's get those three men and give them instructions. The Lone Ranger, Jim Thomas, and Tonto rode out into the night. They soon reached the home of a man named Ned Johnson. Jim Thomas, what are you doing here? Who are your friends? I haven't time to explain, Ned. I need your help. In a few brief minutes, Ned Johnson armed himself, saddled his horse, and rode away with the Lone Ranger, Jim Thomas, and Tonto. Ten minutes later, the four riders reined up at another house. Bob Peters came through the door. Hey, what's all the commotion? What's going on here? Bob, we need you. After Bob Peters joined their group, the riders made a third and final stop. Montana! Hey, Montana, come in! I haven't much time to explain, Montana. These are friends who are trying to help put an end to the gold robberies. Are you willing to join us, Montana? Mass. Uh, this doesn't matter. He's a friend. On an engine. My friend here asked you a question. We need men to help carry out a plan to put an end to these gold robberies. We want you to help. Call me in. Good. Saddle up and come with us. They will in a minute. Hey, Bill. Well, you say I didn't give you what you asked for? No, you've done well. Ned Johnson, Bob Peters, and Montana, the three hardest riders in the territory, all ready to take orders from you. Good. I hear the plans. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Continue our story. 
as the Lone Ranger and Jim Thomas gathered forces to assist in the masked man's plan to trap the stagecoach robbers and their leader, Ben Brown, the lawyer, had visitors in his office above Clem Hawkins' general store. Old Jim Thomas is pretty excited about that last stage holdup. Upped his reward money from five to $10,000. No wonder he's excited. He's lost a lot of gold these past six weeks. Yeah, maybe it's the murder that made him increase his reward. <laughs> What we should do is catch the crooks and get the reward. <laughs> Boys, we wouldn't have a chance. Moose knows McGee's on the case. <laughs> hey, who's that? I don't know. You boys better duck into the back room. Maybe a client. Yeah, it's just as well if no one sees it here. Just a minute. Good evening, are you, Brown? Well, this is a surprise. What's on your mind, Moose Nose? Mr. Thomas wanted me to tell you that the next gold shipment will be the day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow, huh? I certainly hope there's no trouble this time. <laughs> We're taking care of that, Lawyer Brown. Is that so? Oh, yes. You must remember, Moose knows McGee's on the job now. I take it you have some special plans. <laughs> you bet we have, Lawyer Brown. You just bet we have. Well, I suppose I'd be far too curious if I were to ask. Oh, my gracious goodness. No, you wouldn't be too curious. Are you sure you want to tell me? <clears throat> of course. <clears throat> of course. I know you can be trusted. Well, thank you, Moose Nose. Now then, uh, what's the plan? Well, I told Mr. Thomas to bring the gold by special messenger along the... <coughs> the Old River Road. The Old River Road. Hmm? Surprised, aren't you? I thought you'd be. My goodness gracious, a crook has to get up early in the morning to beat Moose Nose McGee. Do you think Jim Thomas will go through with this plan to let the gold come in by messenger? Well, he's paying me to advise, isn't he? <laughs> After all, I'm his special investigator. What I say goes with Mr. Thomas. Yes, indeed. Well, I'll be... A pretty slick idea, isn't it? Oh, yes, yes. I certainly hope it fools those bandits. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Hiya, Moose Nose. Up visiting Lawyer Brown. What's that? Oh, what's you, Clem? Yep, up there on official business for the stage line, you know. Official business, huh? That's right. What are you doing out here in the step this time of night? Hmm? Oh, uh, just out catching the breath of air before I turn in. Oh, well, that's a good idea. Say, Moose Nose, any new developments in the gold robbery situation? <laughs> I should say there is. It's really a secret, though. A secret, eh? That's right. Moose Nose McGee's on the job, you know. A lot of plans. Can't tell an old friend, eh? Well, I can tell you, Clem. But don't breathe it to a soul now. Of course I won't. The gold comes in day after tomorrow by special messenger along <coughs> Post Trail. Well, by the great jumping. Along Post Trail? That's right. Post Trail. If the lawyer and the grocer had compared notes that evening, they would have been greatly surprised to learn that their information was different. They'd have been even more confused if they could have overheard what Moose Nose told Mike Morgan, Jim Thomas' office boy, a few minutes later. Now, don't tell anyone, Mike, but the gold will come in along the... <laughs> along the Snake Valley route. Or when he spoke to the sheriff a little later. <laughs> That's right, Sheriff. 
We've arranged for a special messenger to carry the gold by way of Portage Creek. Kimasabi. Yeah. Moose knows gonna come now. Good. Hold on. Whoa. Stop, I said. Hold on. You... Hello, Moose Nose. Did anyone see you come out here? Nope. Not a soul. Did you see everyone? Everyone on the list. Good. Uh, how'd you make out? Three men have already gone out. Tata will leave in the morning. They'll return day after tomorrow, huh? I hope they return. Two days later, Ned Johnson, first rider picked by the masked man and Jim Thomas, sped up Snake Valley. few miles away, Bob Peters spurred his horse along Post Trail from Canyon City to Snake City. Meanwhile, the man called Montana rode out of Canyon City along the narrow trail near Portage Creek with his cargo. Tonto also rode that day. Astride his paint horse scout, he too had a bulging, firmly locked saddlebag. His route was the old river road. As he approached a bend in the road a few miles below Snake City, five pairs of crafty eyes were watching him. A signal from the leader and five masked horsemen, guns blazing, moved out to intercept him. Riding for old Jim Thomas. Uh, what you want? You want your gold, Indian? I can't carry no gold. Hey, Jim, we got no time for talk. Let's have that saddle back. Can't carry no gold. Get that bag, Pete. I'm trying to. With this redskin scrum. No, we will not get it. Steady, boy. No. Come on, boys. Get that bag away from him. Give me that saddle yeah, back. You'll you not get it. I'm getting it. Oh, Good. Right. Uh, I got it. Uh, you. Angel, I got to hand it to you. You certainly put up a fight. It's lucky for you we got orders not to do any killing today. That's enough, Pete. Well, what you do now? We're going to get out of here with this saddlebag. And you're going to ride back and tell Jim Thomas that his gold messenger idea wasn't so smart. That's right, Redskin. Now get going. Uh, time to go. Good. Get him up, Scout. Come on, let's get out of here, boys. Yeah, let's move. Yeah, yeah. 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 Back in Jim Thomas' stage office, three riders had come in. First was Montana, who had traveled along Portage Creek. Second was Ned Johnson, whose route had been up Snake Valley. Last in was Bob Peters, who carried his cargo up Post Trail. These three riders, who had toted their loads unmolested, sat quietly in the office with the masked man and Jim Thomas, anxiously awaiting word from Tonto. Finally, from outside, there came the sound of approaching hoofs. The Lone Ranger recognized them immediately as those of Tonto's paint horse scout. Here comes Tonto now. I know that sound. I hope he's all right. Tonto! Well, you've been in a fight. What happened out there on the old river road? Yes, for heaven's sake, what happened? At Big Bendon Road. Five masked fellas stopped Tonto. Ask for gold. Take bag. That narrows us down to one suspect, Jim. Looks like the case is about closed. Now, what we do now, Kimasabi? Otto, Jim and I are going for the sheriff. 
have another job for you. This new shipment of crackers ain't so good. No, not quite up to par. Oh, well, it can't be right all the time. You fellas don't like those crackers. Why don't you leave them alone? Plenty of cash customers that do, you know. <laughs> I'm afraid you're going to have to take legal action to break up that Cracker Barrel clan, Clem. <laughs> I'll have to do something, all right. <coughs> hey, Clem, there comes your engine customer again. Hmm? Oh, evening, engine. Want some more coffee and bacon? Uh, no. And we have message for Lawyer Brown. I'm Lawyer Brown, Redskin. What do you have for me? Well, here. Here, you read message. It's important. Uh, Tonto, go now. Oh, excuse me, Clem. I uh, want to go over in the corner and read this. Oh, sure, sure. Important we see you immediately. Meet us. The boys. Those fools. Sending a Redskin with a note like this. Anything wrong, Mr. Brown? What? Oh, no, 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 nothing's wrong. Uh, just a client of mine in a little trouble. Guess I'd better go out and see what I can do for him. A few minutes later, Lawyer Brown pulled up at the mouth of a cave in the hills above Snake City. Oh, 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 oh. That's what I want to know. Why? What do you mean? Steady, boy. Uh, your message, that's what. What message? The one you gave that redskin, you stupid fool. Redskin? What redskin? Yeah. Oh, we don't know any redskin. We didn't send any message. Well, here it is. It says, important we see you immediately. Meet us. The boys. Well, somebody's wife. Hey, let's get out of here. Let's get... Now, control yourselves. You boys intercept that gold messenger today? Just like you told us. Hey, wait a minute. That messenger today was an engine. That's right. Why, oh, sure was. Sure. Probably the same one. I don't know. It could now, be. Now, wait. Where's that gold you got from? Right here in your saddlebag. Haven't you opened it? A strong lock on yeah, it. We were going to bring it into you later on tonight. Let me see it. Here you are, boss. Oh. Yes, that lock is tight. It sure is. Tex, give me that big knife of yours. Yeah. <coughs> that should do it. Let's look inside. What? What in the... What's wrong? What's in there? Sand. This bag's full of sand. What? what? This is serious. We can all swing on account of this blunder. Well, what are we going to do? That in then. We've got to find that in then. Here he is, Brown. Right beside the sheriff and me. That's right. Up with your hands, all of you. Why, well, you did. Stop that gun. No, you don't. First fellow, Kimasabi. I'll get the rest of you. If you don't give yourselves up. All right, all right. We're through. Go down your guns, then. All right. Here you are, Robert Jim. And, and here, here's the stolen gold. Right over here in the cave. Good work, Moose Nose. It's hard to believe that you're the leader of this gang, Brown. Man of your intelligence should know better than to try to beat the law. Don't waste words on him, Jim. Just let me lock these crooks up. Looks as if I owe someone $10,000 reward. Make it payable to Snake City's number one lawman, Moose Nose McGee. Huh? Snake City's number one lawman, huh? Oh, my goodness gracious, I believe I like that title. <laughs> well, Moose Nose, what you going to do with all that money? <clears throat> well, sh <clears throat> well, Sheriff... I never approved of selfishness, so I'm going to split that reward money with you. 
After all, Sheriff, we champions of law and order must stick together. Well, I'll be... Get him up, Scout! The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.